it is time, but there's a big line outside the arena, I understand. There's a huge demand for this session, and I think they're having trouble getting through the doors, so just give them one more minute to see what happens here. But we'll be getting started just momentarily. Maybe if I start singing, there'll be someone around the arena that decides to come in and say, hey, what's going on in there? I need to be a part of this. I'll give you a cue. The uh, audio guy listening and recording, I'll give you a cue when the real show starts. This is not it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Chicago. It's really great to be here. My name is Mike. Doing a little stand-up for you. No, that's a different guy. All right, we've got enough. We've got a critical mass. I think we have enough folks arriving. So cue the music, audio guy. There is no music. But hey, folks. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Wait, wait. I'm confused. That's what I normally say when I start my podcast. But welcome to the Innovation Arena and the Technology Playground here at Cornet Global in Chicago. My name is Mike Petresky. I'm thrilled that you're here to hear from... All right. Are we good to go? Should I restart? <laughs> hey, edit this part out. More people have arrived. I'm Mike. How are you? Any more mics in the crowd? I know there's at least one. And I've got one next to me here. Michael Robbins from my team at Eptura will be joining me with the technology side of this. So as you can see from our title, we're going to be talking about balancing portfolio planning and tenant expectations with hybrid workplace tech. And if you know me, and I know some of you do, I'm not a tech guy. I don't know the software. I don't know all the tools, but I talk about the philosophy and the human side of all this on my podcasts, and I have two of them, shameless promo time. Anybody a podcast listener out there? All right. Well, you're listening to all kinds of podcasts. How about my podcast? Anybody heard these shows? The number dramatically smaller, but still, I'll take it. Thank you so much for being here. I would direct you to the second show shown here on the right, the Workplace Innovator Podcast. I just released an episode this week with a workplace design and experience coordinator for, or manager, I should say, for Adobe. And we had a great conversation about what they're doing at Adobe to experiment and use their, what they call Lab 82 process to understand the expectations of their people. And that's the part that I talk about on my show. And I'm really thrilled to have these incredible, interesting conversations with industry leaders like you, corporate real estate executives, facility management professionals, workplace strategists and designers. So I don't want to go too far, but if, if you want a deeper dive into my little section of this, we'll uh, encourage you to subscribe and leave a rating and a review over at Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts, and you'll see a little bit more of what it's like to listen to an interview with DJ Mike P and one of your colleagues from this Cornet and IFMA community as well. It's a great, great time. In fact, Christina, is it? Christina listens and she said, I had her at the Lord of the Rings. We talked about LOTR with Noel from Adobe just this week. So check it out if you haven't heard that episode. But today we're going to talk about 
the technology integration in this world of corporate real estate and facilities. And I'm excited to introduce you to the new name for the company I work for, Eptura. And what Eptura stands for is the epicenter of the future at work. And what we're trying to do is we have migrated and merged together nine different software products. You may know the company's iOffice and Space IQ, Archibus, Saraview. All these products are now under one brand, Eptura. And what we're trying to do is bring an integrated platform together that will help you work your world. So that technology piece, it was what Mike's going to talk about, or Michael is going to talk about here shortly. But I want to kind of set the stage with some understanding of where we are today as workplace leaders, as corporate real estate executives. It's a challenging time, right? I've been to some of the sessions so far. We're all talking about what do people want? What do human beings, those complicated creatures who say one thing and then do another thing, what do they want from our real estate, from our workspaces and our places? And of course, any baseball fans out there, the World Series is underway right now, and I am uh, rooting heavily for the Philadelphia Phillies. My 80-year-old father is a lifelong Phillies fan, so this would be a dream come true for him to see another World Series victory. So Yogi Berra, obviously a great baseball legend, has told us that the future ain't what it used to be. And isn't that true in our world of corporate real estate and facilities? Another quote he has shared is that, you know, half the things I said, I never actually said. So Yogi's a funny guy, but really you hear sentiments, you hear things that human beings say, and a lot of times you have to take it with a grain of salt and really look at the technology and the data to understand what people really want and then understand the sentiments and the, the reasons behind that. So I'm a big fan of Simon Sinek. Anybody a fan of Simon? I heard him on a podcast recently, and let me just read you some of the things he shared. I think it really captures this challenge we're all dealing with because we are social animals. We need each other. The great paradox of being human is that at every moment of every day, we are both individuals and members of groups. And there's the debate. Do you take care of yourself first or do you take care of others first? Both are right and both are wrong. So it's one of these paradoxes. I talk about it a lot on my, pro my podcast, workplace paradoxes. People will say one thing, do another. People right now, it seems the pendulum is really heavily swung to the side of individuality and I want this and I want that. Whereas we have this culture and this corporate environment we're trying to create that brings out the best in all of us as a group and brings us, you know, moving towards a vision, towards a future productive and balancing the needs of the people with the needs of the organization. So I talk about that a lot on the show and a lot of my guests will talk about what they're hearing from their clients, what they're doing in their organizations and how they're addressing this issue. And the problem is human beings have bias. We all have bias, right? My friend Simon, uh, Seth Godin, another great marketing mind, another great uh, podcaster, but uh, Seth says this, we believe what we want to believe and once we believe something, it becomes a self-fulfilling truth. A self-fulfilling truth. So. Who came in this room today with some uh, bias, some personal bias about what they want the future of work to be and what role real estate will play in that future? I think we all have it, right, if we're being honest with ourselves. So when you read headlines and you talk about these things that the media shares, you know, to try to get us all riled up as human beings, I mean, anybody see the Malcolm Gladwell podcast where he got just destroyed for actually suggesting that there may be value in returning to an office and having those times of connection and collaboration as human beings. And Malcolm, you're a big hypocrite because you're a remote worker all the time, right? Well, that's not the point. The point is that there's some nuance. There's paradoxes here. Both things can be true. Yes, Malcolm can be very productive by himself doing his writing in a coffee shop, but at the same time, he recognizes that people need each other. We need to be together. So 
all these different headlines are put out there to what? Appeal to our human personalities and our, our fear, right? We all have emotions and fear that get riled up when you see these headlines. So my suggestion is ignore the media, ignore the clickbait articles on LinkedIn and really try to have some deeper dive conversations. That's what we do on my podcast. The other thing we do on my podcast is try to make it all make sense through music. And I'll ask Mike, Michael here in a second what kind of music he listens to. But I always ask my guests about music because it gives me an insight into their personality very quickly. And it's always a lot of fun because I've had these conversations over the last year, especially about, you know, what is the office saying? How do we return to offices and what do we do? And I always joke that there's that one hit wonder from the 70s by player where the office is crying out, baby, come back. Any kind of fool would see I was wrong. Everything about you. So the office, you know, wasn't perfect pre-pandemic, right? So we wanted people to, get to come back. The other side of it, the employee side often is, no, I'm like tears for fears in the 80s. Everything I ever needed to know was in the 80s. Everybody wants to rule the world. So there's that individual idea of it's my world. I want to make sure that I'm ruling it. But here's my takeaway before I turn it over to Michael. He's going to give you that technology side of all this, how we can use tech to help us out. Anybody know this band? My favorite band from the 80s. From Dublin City, Ireland. Yes, you too. And they had an album, Aging Ourselves. Anybody remember this album? Actung Baby, over 30 years ago. 1993. Um, or 1991, I apologize. Over 30 years ago. And there was a great song. I think it's one of the greatest rock songs ever written. Check the lyrics out again. But we talked about the need for human beings to break down those, those things that divide us, those emotions, those fears, because we're one, but we're not the same. We hurt each other, then we do it again. This is the environment in which we operate today. But I'll remember, and you need to remember, that Bono said it best when he said, one, we have one life, and we have one opportunity to be... I, I'm, I'm trying not to sing, but he's like, one love, one life. We got to do what we should. So take that as the inspiration to work through the polarizing views and have some more nuance. And one thing that we can do at Aptura and really in this conference is look out for ob ob opportunities to embrace technology tools. It's one factor of many, but we can do things with technology to help us and to talk about that side of the business. Michael Robbins from my team at Aptura is going to talk about it and got to ask you as I hand off the mic. Share your favorite artist, song, rock, whatever it is. I won't sing, I promise. Once I only have one mic, so I'm going to hand it off to Michael right here. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Um, favorite, it, when you put me on the spot like that, I, I feel like I freeze. It's almost like karaoke. You always know the best karaoke song after you sing karaoke, right? Like, that's the one I should have done. Um, maybe a, well, I'm a big jazz music fan, hip-hop Led Zeppelin. I know that doesn't align with jazz and hip-hop, but yeah. Everybody, so, uh, no, thank you very much, Mike, and um, I very much appreciate, uh, you know, exactly what you're sharing, talking about the human side of things, and especially with our new, I was looking at our, thinking our logo was here, but with our new logo, our company, Eptura, really trying to be the epicenter of providing technology to manage expectations for your tenants, and here you can see really what we're wanting to do is empowering better outcomes for all. Um, what we want to sort of talk about is centered, what I'm going to be showing around the technology is centered around how we're helping people that we're speaking to every day solve these problems here. And I think for the large part, 
where when we're talking to people every day around how they can manage their business and their facilities, they all have very similar problems, but they're at different, they're using different phases of technology to address those. So really what we're able to do now with Eptura is really provide, come in and fill those gaps with maybe where they're not able to utilize a, a return to work module or a, or a space utilization um, analyst and whatnot. So what I want to walk to today is sort of some examples on how we can do that and how we're doing that with through iOffice. The first example here is being able to, really important, being able to see how our space is allocated today. I think this top line I really have, has resonated with me a lot recently. Um, the workspace does have a responsibility to accommodate to the work experience. And that's not just necessarily by providing amenities for your employees as they're returning to the office, but that's also providing a way for them to be productive, have the office space work for you. And you can see here, here's an example of how I can click and view neighborhoods. I can, I can visualize through those neighborhoods different data on how we spaces and me spaces are confirming. Here I can see how where different organizations are on the floor. So I can now say, okay, are we providing the right space types where people can go and focus? and work on a project, and then can they easily navigate to a, a space where they can collaborate with their team members. Um, the hybrid workspace is more so than just saying, what are some cool amenities with flex spaces that you can come back to the workspace? You now have to accommodate to create a natural rhythm and flow to the office space. And you can see here, by able to digitize your floor plans, visualizing that on the floor plan, we make it really easy here through this, um, through our office's floor plan. You know, and when you do have that set up and managed, now you are able to connect your employees to the workplace. Um, here's an example through our Hummingbird mobile app. A great example is if you are discussing with a coworker, you wanting to come back into the office, meet up, work on a project together. You can see on this example, I'm searching for an employee. I can see where they're set up, but I know that they were going to come in later on, in on the day. And so when I scan that bar at the top, I can see where they've reserved a space to work. So now I know where my employee, my coworker is going to be at what time of the day, and I can go and reserve a space next to her, see if I have the right amenities at that space, you're, you're, and then enabling them to make sure that as they're interacting with that space that you've set up and managed, that experience is seamless, that they know their coworker is going to be there. You're, you know, the amenities that you need to be productive is going to be provided for you. I think really there's, as employees went home, a lot of the they did not just have to adapt to a work from home um, habit. You know, I think that was very easy for everyone. But when they went home, they started ad adopting a lot of other habits, like maybe like a, health, a new health regimen, or maybe they got a dog or, you know, had a child. So now, you know, through these ways that you're connecting employees back to the office, you're also able to help them maybe at the workplace have, be able to sign up for a yoga class as well. There's a lot more that they have to adopt into the workplace than just finding flex spaces, hotels, amenities, and through our mobile app, we're able to provide that to our, our clients as well. One of the other things, too, is also being able to see how your space is allocated. I think that's very valuable. Once you start to see how it's set up on the floor, here is an example of how you can now strategically plan for the optimal workplace. Uh, a lot of people are wanting to right size their real estate portfolio. They're wanting to see, okay, how am I using all of my space? And here you can see through a stacking diagram how you're able to visualize, create a scenario and say, do we need this floor? Here I can split up an organization of the operations team by doing so. 
I can now visualize, if I move these to a different floor, are we needing to maybe no longer extend the lease on a certain floor of our building? Well here, by creating this plan, visually I'm seeing that data on the floor plan, how it executes, so you can see it, um, I know I, it's a smaller screen, but you can see how that places on the floor plan. I'm able to now move this one to another floor, and now I freed up that floor. So I've been able to visually run a scenario through this technology to see if that would work as I'm starting to right size our, uh, our real estate portfolio through this technology. And on the last one here now, how is my space being utilized? I think this truly has become part of every conversation that we've had with our clients. And this is not, here is an example of how after you've set up your space types, you've, you've correctly set up all of the floor plans that you're going to need for your real estate, how is it now being used by your employees? Here's an example how you can visualize in real-time data using sensors. This is through our uh, partnership with VergeSense. You're seeing their data here. But you can visualize on the floor plan in real-time how your employees are using the, the space. You're able to run historical data on how that space is being used. And you can also run an out utilization analysis on how that space is being used. This really summarizes, I think, a really valuable part of how you're using technology across what we saw walk through, how you can right-size, set up space types, right-size the, the space occupation, and now here you're seeing how is it working. And then it sort of starts to turn into a feedback loop. And then you can see how these all are working together and sort of, okay, now after this analysis, how is, uh, do we need to go back and change to another floor? Do we need to go change these? these space types here because they're not being used. This really is a tr part of the conversation that we're having every day around how people are using our technology to manage those expectations for their tenants. So any questions? Um, I know we're coming up short on time, but yeah. The, did you ask, do we have APIs, open APIs? Yes, that's, um, we do, the, the, correct, we do. We have open APIs that we're able to, and that's how we do that with a lot of the sensor data as well, and so. I have a slide for, we can take up the conversation at our booth. It's uh, 314, I hope you'll come visit us there, and you can get the details from our tech expert here, Michael. But. As I leave you here in this final minute, I just want to say that I was at a Cushman and Wakefield uh, session this morning where they have this experience index, the employee experience index they've created, and the number one sentiment from all employees based on the data about returning to an office, what will bring them back and want them to be a part of that, guess what it is? Inspiration. They want to be inspired to do so, and that can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. But what I'll say to you is that if you want to have those types of conversations about practical ways to inspire your team, inspire yourself, and also inspire your leadership to take action to help us in this next stage of whatever the future looks like, I want you to come to the show, WorkplaceInnovator.com, and we have these incredible conversations. We also talk about some practical stuff. You know, we had a guest on last week from Australia who is the uh, Portfolio Optimization Manager for BAE Systems, so a 1,000 properties globally with 80,000 employees, and he gave some real practical insight into how they're dealing with this. And it's, again, nobody has, all, nobody has the answers. Nobody knows exactly what uh, comes next. But 
I want to thank you all for joining us here for this very brief session. If you listen to podcasts, I was actually talking at 2x. That was not my normal voice. That was my 2x voice where you accelerate yourself to get more information in a shorter period of time. So join us in, over at booth 314 to continue the conversation. And thank you for being a workplace innovator. Peace out, everybody.